what's going on everybody? It's Kyle Dockery with the Dockery Docket. We are here with our very 45th episode of the Dockery Docket. I'm excited to be here and I hope that you are excited to be here as well. So a few weeks ago, I was shocked to learn that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away from cancer after struggling with cancer for years. Then last Friday, I was once again shocked to find out that President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump had tested positive for COVID-19. Now luckily for the president, he is tested almost every single day and they were able to find out that he had the virus so then he could get the treatment that he needed to hopefully stop the virus in its tracks. I was shocked by this news, but I almost expected this to happen, as Trump has been around people a lot. He has different meetings with his inner circle all the time, and if one of them came down with the virus, then guess what? Trump could be very, very vulnerable to the virus. Now, to clarify, I mentioned RBG at the very beginning of this episode because when she passed away, everyone, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, every single person was sad. And everyone was wishing her family well, going through this absolute crisis of losing someone that they love. Now, switching back over to Donald Trump, some famous people like Joe Biden and Barack Obama and others have wished Trump a speedy recovery, which is really how it should be. But other people were making fun of Trump and even wishing for him to die from the coronavirus. Now, the people that were calling for the death of Donald Trump on Twitter were mostly small accounts. And according to Twitter, all comments wishing the death of Donald Trump were deleted. However, people still got screenshots before they were deleted by Twitter or by the user. Like this lovely communist that said... Full offense, I hope Donald Trump dies. And the most confusing and interesting one came from this guy named Cam, saying, I hope you get a mutation of the virus that makes your anus fall off. Um, well, a respiratory disease can't do that because a respiratory disease in a human cannot really affect outer space or different planets. Now, the most famous person that called for the death of the president was the former spokesperson of Hillary Clinton that wrote on Twitter, It's been against my moral identity to tweet this for the past four years, but I hope he dies. I think that the stars around the dies are supposed to add some kind touch to it, Because she seems like a very, very nice person. There were also a lot of people that were making fun of Donald Trump. Saying things like, What? How can Donald Trump get the COVID? I thought that it was the Democratic hoax. (laughs) This tweet was said so much that the AP had to come out and release a fact check. They state that at the rally, featured in many videos claiming that Donald Trump said that coronavirus was a Democratic hoax, the AP said that Trump actually said the phrases the coronavirus and this is a new hoax at separate points in the speech. Actually, I have the quote from Donald Trump from that speech. As he said, now the Democrats are politicizing coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. He continued to say they tried the impeachment hoax and this is their new hoax. Later at a news conference, Trump made sure to clarify his remarks, and he was not calling the coronavirus a hoax. Trump stated, no, 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 hoax, referring to the action they take to try and pin this on somebody because we've done such a good job. The hoax is on them, not, I'm not talking about what's going on here. I'm talking about what they're doing. That's the hoax. This idea that Donald Trump called the virus a hoax is fake. And this idea that somehow Trump was having fun with COVID or made fun of people with COVID is not true either. 
All of this is just the left showing their true colors. And to me, it is absolutely disgusting. Wishing the death of any president or person is wrong, even if you agree with them on politics. Trump supporters and non-Trump supporters need to realize that Trump is a human, like everyone else. He is more than a Republican. He's more than a billionaire or a president, but a human. This is why I was amazed, and as a human... Very grateful when Alyssa Milano, who has been a very, very huge critic of Donald Trump, didn't tweet that she wanted Trump to die. Instead, she tweeted, As someone who had COVID and still suffers from post-COVID syndrome, I can honestly say with all that I am that I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Please wear a mask. This shows that enemies can come together and they can actually be nice to each other and they can actually respect each other and we can realize that it's deeper than politics. COVID-19 is deeper than politics. COVID-19 is a human issue. Anyone can get this virus and wishing death upon anyone is horrible and terrible and wrong. So now that we got that out of the way, it's time now to ask the real questions. Like, how on earth did the most protected man in the entire country get the virus? And how are they treating Donald Trump? Well, to do this, I think it is important to go back through the entire week, as on Saturday, September 26, Trump hosted a ceremony at the White House Rose Garden to announce his nominee for the Supreme Court. Some people have labeled this event as the Rose Garden Massacre, as at least 11 people were diagnosed with COVID at the event. Some important names are former White House counsel Kellyanne Conway, Senator Mike Lee, Senator Thomas Tillis, John Jerkins, the president of Notre Dame, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and a White House reporter. Now, I do not believe that Trump got the virus from this event, as Trump was not in the crowd. He wasn't communicating with the crowd a lot, and I don't think that Donald Trump, if he did have the virus, spread it to all of these people, and I'll explain that actually right now. As it was reported that for this event, that it was Mike Lee that may have been the spreader, as he disclosed his positive test that he got on Friday. That's right, a day before this event happened. And there is a video of him hugging different attendees. Other images show guests shaking hands and chatting in close proximity. Anyway, moving on to Tuesday. This was the day of the first presidential debate, and it was reported that Trump did not get tested before the debate, as it was reported that he arrived late. Luckily, both Trump, Biden, and Chris Wallace were spread out enough, so if Trump did have COVID, there was no way that he could have spread it to Biden or to Chris Wallace. This was further confirmed as recently the Biden campaign came out and said that he and his family tested negative for the virus. On Wednesday, Trump went to Minnesota for a fundraiser. After this event, it was reported that Hope Hicks was starting to not feel really good, and she tried to socially distance herself on Air Force One, as she is a very close aide to Donald Trump. As of right now, it is my own personal belief that it was Hope Hicks who gave Trump the virus, as they have been around each other the most. It is also possible that the First Lady got the virus first from the Rose Garden ceremony and then gave it to Donald. But I am unsure about this, but those two people seem to be the most likely to spread the virus to Trump, as they were more together most of the time. On Thursday, it was confirmed that Hope Hicks was positive for the coronavirus. Now, when I first heard this, I remember thinking, oh no, get her out of there because she's very, very close to the president. Trump then had a fundraiser in New Jersey. Still at this point, Trump was not aware that he had the virus. 
After the fundraiser, it was reported that Trump started to not feel very good. So as a precaution, the president's doctor gave Trump an experimental treatment from Regeneron that has been studied to fight COVID. This treatment is meant to provide the body's immune system with a temporary but immediate boost to fight off the virus. Later in the night, Trump and the First Lady were both tested and were waiting for the results of the test. On Friday at 1 a.m., Trump tweeted that both he and First Lady have tested positive for COVID-19. As Trump wrote on Twitter, Tonight, Flotus and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery progress immediately. We will get through this together. It was thought by many that both Melania and Donald would be quarantined in the White House living area, until they were cured from the virus. This, however, was not the case as Trump's doctors told him that he should go to Walter Reed Medical Center. Because as we and the doctors know, Donald Trump is in the age range where COVID-19 could be very, very deadly for him. So it would be best if he was in a hospital setting to be watched over by different doctors to make sure that the leader of the free world has the best care possible so then he can get back to work. Melania Trump, being younger and her risk of dying from COVID is decreased, she has decided to stay in the White House where she will be quarantined in the living area. So at 6 p.m., Donald Trump came out of the White House and walked to a helicopter where he was taken to Walter Reed Medical Center. A lot of people thought that Trump was a lot worse than he was because he was going to the hospital. But as I already mentioned, he's in the age range, he's obese, and it would be absolutely terrible if they would have kept Trump in the White House and then all of a sudden he got worse and then he's going to the hospital on a gurney. And that would just not look good for the president or for our country. So Donald Trump was able to walk on his own power to the helicopter. And against all things that you've heard, Trump did not have a secret oxygen mask, as there were some people who said that they saw a wire going around Donald Trump's ear and into his mask. However, this wire was actually a piece of Donald Trump's hair, so that is false. It is possible that he was on oxygen beforehand, but walking to the helicopter, he was not on any oxygen. Also, a very funny moment happened, as the media was, of course outside watching the president leave, and Jim Acosta tweeted something interesting. As he wrote, Trump did not stop for questions. Of course he didn't stop for questions, you ding-dong. And if he did answer questions, you would probably have said that he was trying to murder you. The president is sick, Jim. The last thing that he wants to do is talk to you. Anyway, President Trump at the hospital was given remdesivir, which has been a newer drug that has been tested and has been used to help get rid of the virus or at least lower the symptoms of this virus. He was also taking other drugs like zinc, the antibody cocktail, which I talked about at the beginning of this episode. All of these medications are being used to help slow down the virus. And according to Trump's doctors, it's working. As Trump's doctor, Sean Conley, came out and said the president was not given extra oxygen for now and had been fever-free for 24 hours. This is great news for the president, as it has also been reported that Trump is joking around with the nurses and is able to walk around Walter Reed and even get some work done. So this is all good news for Trump. However, Trump is not 100% out of the woods yet, as people have said that this disease is very unpredictable. 
And in an instant, something different can happen. Trump could be fine when this episode is released, but later in the week, he could make a 360-degree turn and end up in the ICU or something like that. Now, I'm not saying that this will happen. I'm just saying that it is a possibility. Just like on Saturday, according to Politico, Trump was having trouble breathing and was started on a new drug called Dexamethasone. Thank you, Siri, so much for that, because I had no idea how to pronounce that name. Anyway, this is a steroid that is used in critical COVID-19 cases. Now, does this mean that Donald Trump is worse than what the doctors are saying? We may not know. And this could have been used as a caution to make sure that the president does not get worse. We don't know yet. However, we have known from the very beginning that doctors have been very, very cautious with the president. Like at first... They thought he wouldn't have needed to go to Walter Reed, but his doctors told him that that would be the best thing to do and the best way to monitor him. The hard part about this whole news cycle is that there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of things that are still left up in the air. And we may find out later that Trump was actually really, really bad and the doctors helped him get better. However, Trump has released videos saying that he is feeling a lot better. Along with this, on Sunday, a masked Trump surprised his fans who have been outside Walter Reed since Trump was sent there with a limo ride. So Trump, along with the Secret Service and a hospital employee, took a limo ride around the fans. Donald Trump, of course, doing his signature thumbs up and waving at the fans. And it was just a really, really good sight because it shows that the president does feel better. He does feel good. And he wants to be with his fans. He wants to be with his supporters. Before this, however, he released a video thanking the doctors and nurses for helping him get better and that he may visit some Marines who are inside Walter Reed Hospital to thank them for their service. So because Donald Trump was doing so well, the doctors decided that the president was able to go home. So on Monday at around 6.30, Donald Trump came out of Walter Reed Medical Center on his own power, entered the helicopter, and was sent back to the White House, where he, under his own power, climbed up the White House steps and entered the White House after saluting the helicopter. This may possibly, and hopefully, be putting an end to the Trump COVID-19 fight. All of this may mean that the idea that Donald Trump was worse than we actually thought was wrong. And after maybe a week or more of quarantine, he will be back on the road making speeches, and more importantly, debating Joe Biden. However, the doctors have said that Donald Trump is not out of the woods yet, as they are continuing to give him remdesivir and the steroid that I can't pronounce. Hopefully by Monday we will have more answers, because like I said before, this virus can be very, very unpredictable, and hopefully he will not end up back in the hospital again. In the end, I believe that Donald Trump will recover from this virus. And hopefully everyone who was in Trump's circle, including the First Lady, will be healed of the virus as well. It is important for the president to be as healthy as he can. And I'm hoping that after this episode with COVID, that Trump will be more careful and encourage people to wear masks more because it can really help stop the spread of COVID. Like I already said, this can change very, very fast. And it is possible for the doctors to continue to watch Donald Trump and Donald Trump could end up back in the hospital again, but as of right now, we really don't know. And if something drastic does change, I will make sure to make another episode of The Dockery Docket talking about it. I think I'm going to plan to release my episodes again at noonish on Tuesday, and if I'm up to it, I will strongly, very, very, very strongly think about releasing an episode on Saturday at noonish. That is a strong maybe. So make sure that you are subscribed so you never miss an episode of the Dockery Docket. And until next time, like my mom always says, 
Be good, be kind, be loving. Goodbye.